I'm here with the two-time Southern Hot Wing Festival champion. What do you have to say to the people of Memphis? The first thing you gotta realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wings in Memphis. You can call us the New Wing Order, brother. We know your championship wings, but what about the rest of the menu? We've got a dropkick and buffalo chicken taco and a vegan-friendly avocado taco. And Memphis is only hot wing nachos, brother. You heard it here, folks. You can find the New Wing Order food truck or book them at newwingorder.com or follow them on social media at New Wing Order. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird instead. Just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, rock, pizza, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. How's it going, everybody? I'm Nick Schifani. And I'm Adam Schifani. In addition to being brothers, we're the founders of Nerd 901, a blog and podcast embracing the nerd culture in Memphis and around the world, all from our home base here in the 901. You can check out our team's exclusive content at nerd901.com. And while you're on the site, you'll want to take a look at the latest Cerrito Entertainment schedule. Every week, we post an updated list of Cerrito's upcoming bingo and themed trivia events, from TV shows to video games to music to movies and much more. No matter what you like, Cerrito Trivia has a theme night just for you. And with our handy guide, you'll never miss out on any of our free fun. Nerd out about trivia and whatever else you love at nerd901.com and our Twitter at nerd underscore 901. Nerds unite! You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my style? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making his way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome your host and your hero, Kevin Cerrito. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. This week, it's... The Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour and a, actually not an hour and a half. It's a half hour, just a half hour. We're only here for no less than thirty minutes. We're going off at eleven thirty as we lead into some SEC hoops action here on Sports Entertainment Fifty Six. But of course, every week the Cerrito Wrestling Hour or half hour is brought to you by our friends over at the Rec Room, where they have real Memphis wrestling twice a month. They've got real Memphis wrestling tonight at the Rec Room. Rec Room located at 3000 Broad Avenue, right off of Sam Cooper Boulevard. You can go to their website, recroommemphis.com, to find out more information. But twice a month now, they have a real live professional 
Wrestling. It was on Fridays. Now it has moved to Saturdays. It's still all ages. If you're under 21, you must be with a parent or guardian to get in the building, but it will be fun when you get in there. 901 Wrestling is a new rebranded organization that puts on shows there twice a month. Not only it, it, can you see the real live professional wrestling there now twice a month, but you can also just go there, hang out at the rec room. I'm there every Tuesday for trivia. They show the WWE pay-per-views there. They show the UFC pay-per-views there. And if you like video games, you can rent out a living room space and play current and classic video games on those giant 20-foot screens. That is the rec room located right there off of Sam Cooper Boulevard, recroommemphis.com. We're here just for a few minutes today, and there's some Memphis-related wrestling news that we're going to cover. But our guest today made his big WWE Monday Night Raw debut this past Monday night. He writes for the Commercial Appeal. His name is Jason Munns. You might remember him as being the Creeper this past Monday night. The Creeper joins us. Good morning, Jason. What an introduction! Wasn't that something? Wasn't that something? I, I, I that was that was uh, that was interesting. The, <laughs> it was interesting, and it it's your first of what may be many appearances. You know, that's what my wife says. She's like, she's like, you know, it, it looks like they may be doing a different type of segment from the uh, the tour that they gave at the National Civil Rights Museum every week uh, all throughout February. Uh, uh, you know, every, as everybody knows, it's Black History Month, and. Um, yeah, that'll be, I mean, I tried. Listen, I tried. Take my, you know, mark my words. I tried to avoid the cameras, but it was impossible. So <laughs> uh, I, I think that there will, there's probably going to be more cameos, unfortunately, for the viewers. Well, so far you've said more on Raw than EC3 has said. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is, uh, that is that is one way of looking at it. <laughs> like you, you guys are getting as much mic time on on Monday Night Raw. But what what we're referencing is, if and Memphis wrestling fans that the follow WWE, you know this. They did it last year. It it really is something we pay attention to, especially here in Memphis, because as WWE honors and celebrates Black History Month. They show clips from the Civil Rights Museum here in Memphis, Tennessee, when they were here in January. Uh, New Day, among other superstars, came in, toured the Civil Rights Museum, WWE, filming all of that to use as part of their Black History celebration. They did that last year. Seems to be similar this year. They'll show this uh, a new clip more than likely next week. As you mentioned, this week it was all about the letter from a Birmingham jail. And if you have not seen that, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you take a look at this. They do a great job uh, showcasing the museum and a part of black history that you may may or may not even know about. And I think they're getting better at it even as far as integrating and in, in, in putting together the elements of the museum with the, the stories and the superstars and then also cameos from Commercial Appeal Report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was very, it was very well done, and I look forward to the rest of them. Uh, you know, that whole, that whole day, uh, it was like three, it was more than three hours um, that we spent, uh, kind of going all throughout the whole thing, and uh, and they, so, so there's no shortage of uh, footage and things like that for them to show. So yeah, I expect a, a lot more of that, and hopefully, hopefully uh, a lot less of me, but we'll see. We'll see what you'll be doing. The next time you, you get on, so this was your whole. You were holding your phone up, looks like taking a picture. So, right, right. Sure. Yeah, it was video. It was. I think it was video, probably. And 
Yeah, I was I was just kind of hanging out over over uh, Nia Jax's left shoulder, <laughs> and, uh, and and just looking real creepy, man. And that's that's exactly. There's no other way to say it. It was, it was, it was a very the, creepy uh, angle. The, the the creeper. You had your your phone out, kind of a little Tyler Breeze meets Paul Heyman gimmick you've got going on. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, Jason Munns joining us from the commercial floor. You can follow him at Munsley on Twitter. He covers many things. I know you're busy right now, the commercial field, with these new uh, pro teams starting up. We've got practice underway with the 901 FC. You got the Memphis Express. Um, is it so? They say all aboard the Express for the new. Right. Is it so? That's supposed to be a train. <laughs> it's a little confusing, isn't it? It's uh, you know, when I, I mean, everybody kind of thinks when they think when they hear the word Express, you know, a lot of people go toward the Polar Express or you know something Hogwarts like that. Hogwarts Express. And, and, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people, uh, listening to this right now might, might go toward Rock and Roll Express, oh, Midnight Express. How uh, about this? Lex Express. The Lex Express. The Lex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, their, their logo is an airplane and they're kind of playing off of, uh, the whole FedEx thing, obviously Federal Express. And, um, and so, uh, but, but it is a little, you know, their hashtag is all aboard. So, um, maybe they're, they're just trying to embrace, all facets of, of what express means, right? All the all the different different elements. But so you, you're covering those teams, I know, and you uh, cover wrestling when it is relevant. Your story before Raw came to Memphis was about Elias, and since you talked to Elias, did you get any hint in that conversation when you talked to Elias back in January that he was going back to his evil ways as a heel? Because in the past week, he he is now a heel now. You know, I did, I I did because I, I felt. I mean, well, I should say it was it was kind of equal. It was fifty fifty. Um, you know, he was he was reluctant to. He was he was sort of in character, but he also sort of wasn't. And, and he was reluctant to. I gave him every opportunity to dog Memphis, uh, and and he kind of he didn't really seem to want to do it. He was like he was like everywhere I go, I, I wait till I actually get my boots on the ground before I start forming opinions and things like that. And, so he kind of declined to uh, to go off on Memphis, which is the face. But then, you know, there were times throughout the interview where uh, he 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 did take some shots at uh, not necessarily Memphis, but other you know things here and there. Um, and so I, I I wasn't totally shocked uh, by the way he um, by the fact that he's kind of gone back to being a heel. I know when I wrote the story. Uh, there were some people that called me out on, on social media that were like, you know, he's a face now, right? And I'm like, well, we'll see. Because yeah, he works so much better uh, in this heel role. I, I think, oh, I think yeah. it's just, just a total, total, he's so good at it. And if you go back yeah. even to last year, one of my favorite moments of the year when he got uh, the, the crowd in Seattle, when he was out there with Kevin Owens and the crowd in Seattle booed him and KO for constantly a loud uh, bonanza for probably – uh, it felt like over 10 minutes. So that was a highlight of last year when he got them upset about not having an NBA franchise. But so Elias is back heel yep. and he's, and he's feuding with double J Jeff Jarrett, who had his first match on Monday night raw in over 20 years, a Memphis wrestling legend. I've always been a fan of, of Jeff Jarrett. He was on this show. Um, the first show of the year, actually earlier in January, talking oh, about cool. talking about being the first person to promote SmackDown's move to Fox on an NFL broadcast. He was there uh, it, during the uh, playoffs or right before the playoffs in the NFL. The yeah. 
But what is your thoughts about Double J? You grew up, where did you grow up? What part of the country? Uh, uh, South Mississippi. So you in southern Mississippi, that's outside of the Memphis territory. Do you do you have any thoughts on Jeff Jarrett? Because he often gets he often gets criticized, and people even now are like, "Well, why is Jeff Jarrett back?" I'm enjoying it as a Memphian. He was a big star in this territory, which was ran by his dad and Jerry the King Lawler, and in the surrounding area of the Memphis territory, you know, the entire territory, taking to Kentucky and Nashville, et cetera understand that Jeff Jarrett is good. I've always thought Jeff Jarrett was just as good as Triple H. They both have great wrestling minds behind the scenes, right? Running companies. They both have these great wrestling minds. And they're both kind of that that star who's never going to, should never be the number one baby face, but is very serviceable in the ring. Never going to be your favorite in-ring performer like Shawn Michaels or something, but are good enough in the ring and good enough on the mic, but just not the best of all time. What are your thoughts on Jeff Jarrett? I like him. I like Jeff a lot. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, and, and bringing him back feels, especially to feud with Elias, feels, it doesn't feel necessarily forced. I would say, though, the, the uh, bringing, bringing the road the roadie back, uh, bringing the road dog back as roadie, uh, as the roadie, um, that, that part of it kind of feels a little bit forced, but I'm fine with it because I absolutely loved Road Dog absolutely loved the DX and, and all that back in the late nineties. That was, I mean, that was my spot. That was my groove was, was, uh, DX back in the late nineties. So I'm, I'm digging that, uh, even though it feels a little bit out of place, but I'm digging it. And, uh, uh, but no, I mean, you know, it feels, again, it feels like a good, a good, uh, feud. And, um, you know, does he, does he look different a little? Uh, I would say when he came out the first time, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, uh, and he had those, that, that um, you know, his, his wardrobe was that like... Uh, the suspenders. Like pen, <laughs> yeah, like the, the pinstripe with the skin and stuff. And that that was a little bit awkward, I thought, uh, you know, but he's kind of gone back to, he's, he's had a couple of different outfit changes and uh, it's, it's looking a little bit better, I'll say. But uh, but no, he can handle himself still in the ring. He's not too far. He's not too old yet. Um, and and you know that's going to get better as as the weeks go by. I think his conditioning will get up and everything. And so uh, I'm digging it. He he just he just won the Grizzly Weight Championship last year, defeating Jerry the King Lawler halftime of the Memphis Grizzlies game. So yeah, he he definitely he definitely can still go in the ring and if yeah. and is the perfect guy to kind of turn Elias back heel. This feud makes since people talked about it. There's always these feuds we never get to see where people get compared like the Sting versus Undertaker. We never got to see Sting versus Undertaker. But here we have Jeff Jarrett versus Elias. Ever since Elias starts bringing out the guitar, he gets compared to Double J. Right, and he's, right. And it's like, we're, we're probably never going to see that, but he gets the comparisons. They signed Jeff Jarrett last year for the Hall of Fame. You know, He's on a Legends contract as the Hall of Fame. Still no interactions with Elias. And you're like, what is going on? They had him there. We and then, boom, here it is in the, almost a, a year later. So it makes total sense. The road dog thing, I am I cannot agree with you more on that. It is. It reminds me of – it's just seen – they're – like in this era now, they can easily just flip people's gimmicks back to their old school gimmicks no matter what you are. Like one week you can be – Triple H can be – they do this with Triple H all the time. Like one week, Triple H can be Authority Triple H. Then the next week, it's Raw 25 and he's DX Triple H. And then a few, right. months, a few months later, it's SmackDown 1000 and he's Evolution Triple H. <laughs> and that's yeah, it's crazy. I, this is, I, 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 I agree with you. This is, ro- this, is, this, is, this is DX Road Dog being the roadie, right? 
So yeah, he was and, not and, acting and, but, that way when he was the roadie. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And and the, to make it even weirder, he's like he's he's not fully he, when he's out there on the on the broadcast on the last couple of shows. He's not like fully committed. He's like he's like kind of making fun of himself and kind of he's he's just kind of uh, you know uh, looking at the taking down the fourth wall, if you will. Uh, you know, so so it's just I don't know. It's fine. I'm fine with it, but. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. If if what we believe to be true is true in the, in the wrestling community, that Road Dog is one of the key guys booking SmackDown right now, like, oh, thank goodness he is there because SmackDown is such a great show. And he and, yeah. and Road Dog as well, coming from a wrestling family, uh, seems to uh, be a, a good employee there. And Jeff Jarrett being behind the scenes is, is only going to help WWE. We're talking with Jason Munns from the Commercial Appeal for a couple of more minutes as we talk about a couple of things before we get to the biggest story in the history of our sport, because there's one other note. Tonight is Grizzlies Wrestling Night, which has not been a smashing success this year by any means. If you missed this show last week, go back, listen to, to my conversation with Jerry Lawler. It was, it was very interesting. The King did tease that it, Wrestling Night will get better at the last two, which is still a bizarre sentence to say that they're the last two, like there's so many, but there are six this year. They've done three wrestling nights. The last wrestling night did not even have a wrestling ring in it at it. And then tonight they're back. It's wrestling night again after a season where the giveaways were not wrestling. We've had such a, I'll be honest, Jason, that like as a wrestling fan and as a fan of the wrestling nights and the wrestling giveaways, they've been so great all, all these years in the past. And now here we are. And, and they really started just, saying things were wrestling and they weren't really wrestling. Like the jerseys they said were wrestling jerseys. They're not wrestling jerseys. They're calling these, <laughs> they're calling some of these nights wrestling nights and they haven't even had a ring. They're calling uh, some of these giveaways, wrestling giveaways, like these holiday cards, but they had nothing to do with wrestling. And, and now here we are. It looks like, it looks like that they've got things back on track going into tonight because they have announced the WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley will be in attendance and they leaked out photos of what the the wrestling scarf looks like, and it does look like a wrestling giveaway. So they have a scarf that looks like a wrestling belt. So on one side, it looks like a wrestling belt. So you can throw it over your shoulder to make it look like a wrestling belt or however you want to wear it. It, it is actually a wrestling-themed giveaway tonight. If you are one of the first 5,000 fans, you'll get that. You will also see some star power, which has been so lacking from these wrestling nights, with Mick Foley in attendance uh, do you think Mick Foley, uh, would, would you combine this this giveaway, which I don't know how many people have seen this giveaway, combine that with Mick Foley? Do you think that will put butts in seats tonight? I would certainly hope so. Uh, I mean, Mick Foley is is a le- I mean, he's a legend. He's as good as it gets. Um, I, I mean, uh, he's a, he's a uh, he, he again. He's as good as it gets uh, in terms of who you might get at a Memphis Grizzlies wrestling night um, at any point uh, in the last, you know, five, ten years. I mean, I, I, I can't say enough of how, uh, you know, it's and it's not like he's got roots around here, right? He's not, he doesn't have like a ton of roots in this area. I mean, he's got some Memphis wrestling history as Cactus, as Cactus Jack, but. Sure, yeah, the, but like he wasn't, he's not from here, he no, doesn't live here necessarily. He was, no, no, and he was here last year, though, for. Uh, okay. with with uh, Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Barn Girl. So he has been in Memphis recently to get inducted yeah. in, into their um, Bill Street Wrestling Hall of Fame or whatever they've got there, uh, uh, King Lawler's on Beal. 
Yeah. No, but I, I yeah, I think it's great. I but think it's, I guess um, it's great that he's going to be there. And he was always on my list of, hey, you could get Mick Foley. It's not difficult. Get mm-hmm. Mick Foley to come in here. It's what I'm fascinated with is what are they going to do with him? Because he doesn't wrestle, right? And right. It, he can't really do much outside of talking. So what are they going to do with him? Mick Foley made an appearance at like the um, uh, NHL team. It's wrestling night earlier this season, and they had a pregame panel with him and a couple of the wrestlers. I think Bobby Roode was there and Sergeant Slaughter or something like that, and they did a pregame wrestling panel. That's what I want to see at wrestling night. I want to see, especially in these nights that they don't have giveaways, do a pregame panel to encourage fans to get there early, to encourage wrestling fans to buy a ticket because that really is your best use of Mick Foley is to have him tell stories. I don't think he's going to tell stories. Is there anything you can think of that they can do with with Foley – at the game, unless they get somebody else scheduled to be there, or if they're paying him enough where he is actually going to take a chair shot or something, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's that's I guess that's why uh, that's that's what makes this uh, particular appearance, uh, you know, going to work. Maybe, maybe that's what their their whole thing is is maybe they they want people to to be curious about what he's going to do. I mean, I you know I could see him coming out in his in his various. Uh, personas at different times throughout the night and maybe you know doing a spot out on the floor uh here and there as cactus jack or mankind or uh dude love or whatever and uh, just kind of getting on the mic and you know maybe just play into the crowd a little bit or again uh you know who knows right uh, if, if, the if booking the creative minds get together right because the, the booking has not been stellar this season and, right. and just because you have the name there you got to book it properly Reminds me of right WCW. They steal Bret Hart from from WWF, and in in the nineties they had Bret Hart, but they didn't know what to do with him. You got to, right. and it, so it didn't matter that they had Bret Hart if they were not booking him in the right direction. So we'll we'll see tonight. I'm excited. I'll be at FedEx Forum. I'm going. I'm going to try to get a scarf. I'm going to going to see what's happening with with Mrs. Foley's baby boy tonight. Mick Foley, one of my <laughs> all time favorites. Uh, he was. We had him on the show last year when he was coming to to talk with. Uh, at Jerry Lawler's with his Q&A. He does that stuff around. He's great on the mic, and maybe they could just incorporate that, but uh, it's that seems difficult at, in, a, in a basketball game environment. Right, but right. Yeah. All right, we're wrapping things up with, with Jason Munn. So every week on this show, we do talk about what was the biggest story in wrestling over the past seven days. Sometimes the biggest story of the week uh, is actually the biggest story in the history of our sport. In the history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history, the two biggest superstars in our sport, in the biggest event this sport has ever seen, the biggest match in the history of our sport. It's the biggest story in the history of our great sport. The biggest story this week is outside of WWE as AEW, the new professional wrestling organization uh, backed by the family uh, that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, is now offic- they officially announced this week that Kenny Omega is going to be signing with them and for most casual wrestling fans you have no idea who kenny mega is because he's never been with wwe so to me it's somewhat disappointing that kenny omega who is getting up there in age as far as a wrestler goes is not going to be stopping by wwe the news here is not only is wwe not getting kenny omega but aew will have him and they get he gets to be their homegrown star quote unquote i mean he's already grown with his time in, in new japan but the, uh, what do you think about Kenny Omega signing with All Elite Wrestling? I'm 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 okay with it, uh, but you're right. He's what 35 now, and uh, and and it does seem, you know, it it, it seems against, uh, it seems ill advised 
to kind of go your whole career without um, at least uh, giving the, the best, you know, the biggest and the best uh, shot. Um, and apparently, from from all indications, it was a, a pretty lucrative offer that he that he had from WWE. But uh, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't work out, and uh, uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna you know uh, hook up with uh, AEW and. Uh, from the looks of it, he and uh, Chris Jericho are gonna are going to. Uh, they're already kind of beefing, right? It looks like they're gonna they're gonna uh, go up against each other at, at their next pay per view. Right, it, it does it does seem they've got double or nothing is the event coming up at the MGM Grand. That's gonna be the AEW event. I, I, I'm, yeah, I was cool with Kenny Omega going either way, but for him to go to that next level, he needed, he needed a run in WWE. Like AJ Styles got his run in WWE and now he's just right. massive. Like he's on such a different level than Kenny Omega is with, with kids, especially, but just wrestling fans. He proved himself everywhere and you got to prove yourself in WWE at some point. And maybe we'll get to see it. It's good for AEW because right now there's not many former WWE stars they can get. They might end up with Dean Ambrose. And but we don't know, and there's not many other people out there as they launch this new wrestling organization uh, this year. But Kenny Omega will have a backstage role, and he's friends with Cody Rhodes and all those guys, and and that does that's why it's not surprising news this week that he he picked them over AEW. Yep. Speaking of Dean Ambrose, I'm I'm sure you saw he uh, there's there's a dark uh, uh, house show that's being advertised where he and I are going to go up against each other. Uh, February twenty second, just up the road in Jonesboro. That's, Whoa, is he, is he? Oh my goodness! I may have to go to this show. I had a friend text me this week. He's like, do you want to yeah. go to a house show? Because they're coming. And I was like, it's the Raw roster. We just saw them. I was like, I want to go to a house show this year somewhere around here, Tupelo or Jonesboro. But I don't want to see these same guys again. But that, if that match is happening, I might make the road trip. But we're out of time, Jason. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. We will, we will catch up with you again very soon. Everybody, follow Jason at Jason Munsey on Twitter. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. That's M-U-N-Z-L-Y. We are out of time. That is the show. I want to thank all you low budgets for listening. We'll be back next Saturday at 10. Wrestling Talk starting at 11. Until then, and I'll see you around the territory.